Welcome to The Recovery Room, where we give you the tools you need to help change your relationship with how you feel, because how you feel matters. Our guest for today's episode is Adam Jacobson. He is a personal trainer and the boutique manager at the Lifetime Fitness on North Meridian in Indianapolis, Indiana. He shares with us some of the ways he maintains a healthy lifestyle, along with the important role recovery has played throughout his journey. We then have a conversation about meditation and how this practice has helped both of us become more aware of the present moment. So without further ado, let's enter the recovery room. What's going on, man? How you doing? Good. Good. So who are you, Adam? Adam Jacobson, I guess. You define yourself by profession. I'm a personal trainer here in Carmel, Northern Indy. I've been doing that for going on eight years now. That's awesome. Yeah. Family life. What, what did that look like for you growing up? Yeah. Very blue collar, born and raised in South Bend, Indiana. Um, nice. Lived there. Notre Dame's backyard. Go Irish. Um, yeah. Grew up. Went to school there. Went to Ball State. Graduated from there, majored in sport administration, got out, worked in sports a little bit, worked um, in healthcare a little bit. Uh, and then ultimately, like I said, the last seven, eight years have been all dedicated to uh, serving the uh, the fitness clientele in northern Indianapolis. So you were athlete, correct? Yep. Baseball, mostly. Baseball. Basketball is my first love. Okay. Okay. But when you're five foot three as a freshman <laughs> in high school, I actually nice. just told this story recently in a meeting. I, uh, you know, the little conditioning drill for basketball where you like, you just jump and touch the backboard. Yep. When we were trying out, I was the only guy that couldn't touch the backboard. So I was like, were you touching the net? Like barely. <laughs> barely. I like, it. I like it. And like, that was when I knew like, you're not going to make this team. Yeah. So we started <laughs> to focus on other things. I respect that, man. <laughs> I respect it. All right. So. You started out, you said you, you worked in healthcare. How did that transition to personal training? Yeah, so I worked for uh, a company that did what was called patient satisfaction okay. in hospitals. So basically what we would do is, uh, let's say you go you go to the emergency room, we basically survey your experience. Mm -hmm. um, so we're contracted out by hospitals um, because they want feedback, especially since healthcare is so much more government funded now, uh, ever since Obamacare. So the hospital's funding would be based on how good their scores were like that. So they really cared. Right. Um, so we would get the survey back and let's say you're like, okay, I sat in the waiting room for three hours. Unacceptable. The company I work for then goes to that hospital mm -hmm. and basically advises them on, okay, here's the areas that you need to fix the most That's really so cool. that you can improve your scores. Yeah. Sounds cool. However, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, like numbers on a page, like one, zero out of 10, you think you're like, you go into it and you're like, oh, we're going to help people improve mm -hmm. healthcare. They're going to have a better experience. It's just really, you don't see, you don't work with anybody directly. You work gotcha. with the hospital administrators, not the patients. And if you really, if you want to affect people's lives at any base level, like you're kind of working through a middleman or mm -hmm. multiple middlemen. Right. Um, so the next step for me i'm thinking okay so how do i get closer to the person right and fitness had always been a personal passion of mine i can just have them hire me directly and improve their like you know go go higher up the chain you for know? Sure. So, so that was your way of cutting out the middleman yep 
Okay, so fitness. Now you said that it had always been a passion for you, right? Yeah. So where where did that start and how did that come about? Yeah, I think as a young guy, you always it's always about you know girls for sure, right? <laughs> Actually, for uh, sure. Uh, so for sports too, initially, mm-hmm. I always thought that. So when I the first time I remember for baseball, I went into the weight room, never lifted weights before, and I remember, um, as you know, like great squat advice is like sit back in your heels. Yeah. First time I ever squatted, just goes down to squat and just tips backwards. <laughs> and I was so horrified that I just didn't go back for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, guess it's not for me. Right. <laughs> not for me. Um, but then eventually you go back and you do some conditioning stuff, whatever sports, nothing serious. I think everybody did some kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For, and then uh, I think we probably hit a big, big up curve. Uh, honestly, I think it was right after i think uh, there's like a girl in college that broke up with me mm-hmm. and like that's like as a guy i think a big way that you build like self-esteem you're like well i'm gonna get myself in- <laughs> i'm about to get yo right so uh i think that was a big one so i was like maybe 19 and i think probably for the last 10 10 11 years i i probably ever since then haven't worked out five four or five days a week since honestly probably almost without exception. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's impressive. Now, in, in understanding that you started out working a job, right? Yep. Now you're at a place to where you're pretty much your own boss. You, yep. you, you were in full control of the area of your life. Yep. You were still keeping fitness a priority. Yep. Right. So how did you go about managing, mm-hmm. working, and also keeping that uh, a priority in your life? So now? Well, I would say back when you were working that job. Now okay. I figure it's a little easier now because you are yep. able to create that time for yourself, Imagine. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. back in the day, you weren't, right? So, and right. I, I know personally, yep. knowing a lot of other people that work jobs, yep. that is definitely one common excuse, especially that I hear in yep. some clients is I don't have the time. Yep, it's unreasonable. Like it just yes. is. It yes. just is. Like I always used to give the excuse because, uh, like, when when Obama was in office, he always said he worked out three days a week, and I was like, "There's no way on earth yeah. you're busier than this man." <laughs> There's no way it's impossible. Right. But um, to your question, I just fit it in. Like I would do it either before or after. Like I'm big on winning the morning because there's nothing else on the schedule at 6 a.m. And so that's how I, when somebody tells me that, that's where my mind goes. If you don't have time, mm-hmm. you're basically just telling me I'm unwilling to get up earlier. That, that's what I, that's how yeah, I look yeah. at it because Completely it's almost literal, you know, like, cause I don't, I don't advocate for like going after work necessarily unless mm-hmm. that's the only option because like your day is way too out of your control yeah. at that point. Like traffic, whatever. If you got family, you got to run kids, whatever. Like mm-hmm. your day, after you get off work, your day is totally out of your hand. Lunch even is a good option. But if you can win the morning, like gotcha. 5, 6 a.m., there's nothing else. Like nobody's scheduling meetings at 5 a.m. <laughs> this is not happening. Very true. So... And I'm not saying sacrifice sleep either. Mm-hmm. I think people are like undisciplined with when they get to bed. Yeah. First of all, like if you, I don't know, like that, that, that's like a pain point for me. Maybe you can yeah. tell. No, um, it's like, cool, man. Because I, I do that. Like when you work with clients, like that's, mm-hmm. that's a lot of your thing. And like everybody thinks it's like, what do you do? Sets, reps and wait for these people with exercise. It's not really about that. Mm-hmm. It's about motivating people and figuring out how to make a system work for them. Right. And oftentimes the morning is really the only option. Yeah. It just is. No, I you agree. Know? You say, I I just don't like working out in the morning. Mm-hmm. That I would totally get. Right. I don't like it either. Yeah, it's exactly. It's not that fun. But 
but you know it's an option. Mm -hmm. So if you ever get don't get it in, you know you only have yourself to blame. Yeah. Because that is available <clears throat> to you still, you know? Yeah, like, completely understandable. Yeah. Okay. So you you were able to keep fitness a priority. Yep. Of course you're still doing that now. Yep. Easier now. Sure. Right, right, a lot easier. Yeah. What would be some things that you go to when it comes to your self-care. Now, one thing is is working out. And yep. in my mind, that is a way to take care of yourself. But what are yep. some other things that you make a priority in your life uh, when it comes to your self-care? Yeah, so I do hit yoga probably at least once or twice a week. Um, and for a lot of times, like now, you probably know this too. Like I think a lot of people think when they start with fitness, it's for how you look and how you feel, I guess, energy-wise, but mm -hmm. at some point it switches to a mental act, you know? Like, yeah. it's like it's about, like, you know how everybody says, like, I got in shape, and then, like, it really started to affect, like, my relationships, my job, everything. For sure. I feel like you learn how to talk to yourself and push yourself mm -hmm. instead of, like, I just need to get through this because then I'll look better or I'll feel right. better, right? Like, you start to learn how to, like, endure and deal with challenges mentally mm -hmm. um so that for me like i almost look at it as like keeping your mental state healthy more than even the physical yeah um but i guess to your question sleep sleep is huge okay. i am i am eight hours religiously okay i'm 10 a.m or 10 p.m to 6 without fail it doesn't matter if it's saturday sunday That's doesn't awesome. matter. Like, now how did you discipline yourself to do that um, that's, yeah. I mean, circadian rhythm actually starts to take care of itself really well. Once mm -hmm. you start to do it, like okay. you start to get, um, I would say timing a lot of things like, you know, like when you eat, there's, there's a concept called, uh, it's kind of heady, but like zeitgeibers mm -hmm. and they are kind of like markers in your day that your biological clock recognizes as, um, like timestamps per se. Like, so mm -hmm. like when you work out, when you eat when you go to sleep so like your body starts to set like these kind of rigid guidelines so like my body knows that at like at 6 a.m it's time to get up and at mm -hmm. 7 a.m you're going to be running so like if you're not running something else is going on right something's weird if it's nine o'clock and i'm eating something's real weird too mm -hmm. because we got to go to bed soon so gotcha um it does become very routine mm -hmm. um because otherwise i'm an addictive personality so i'll start to do if I start to do other things, like I'll just start to fall into that. I'm very habit driven. So gotcha. Um, but sleep is probably the biggest one, I would say. And then obviously a lot of, you know, a lot of things I do here. Um, you see me what maybe four or five days a week, yeah. I would say probably. But uh, yeah, sleep sleep is huge. Uh, more into running recently too, uh, for whatever reason. Yeah. Now what what sparked that? Cause I know I've done stints of running yep. and done it consistently yep. and I definitely feel different yep. and I get to a place where I'm like, man, I just want to conserve my knees a little bit more. Yeah. Like, man, I just want to, yeah. so I'll hold off a little bit. Yep. So and I'm heavy too. So yeah. it's not, <laughs> right. not easy. Uh, I guess it's just that same thing. It's like, it's like something that I don't, doesn't come naturally to me. So mm -hmm. I recognize the struggle that it takes to do it and the feeling of pride that I get by making myself do something that I don't want to do at an hour of the day that I also don't want to do it. By the time I get to work at eight, nine o'clock, I'm like, whatever else happens today is, I mean, I can make myself overcome this because Man. I just, you know. No, that's amazing. So you take the emotion that you get yeah. from it and use it throughout the day. Yep. Because all during running too is just like 
at each step you can stop. Like you can stop at any time. There's no buddy with you, whatever. Maybe you have headphones, whatever. But you can stop at any time. But if you can talk to yourself through that, yeah, that goes with everything. Like some task that you don't like to do at work. It's just like, well, we're doing it anyway. Right. It's time to start. Like there's no, there's no procrastination. There's no, um, not never, obviously, but it just, it really helps with that. It's just how you talk to yourself, I think is a big deal. It's no, I, I agree. Now, this is a very personal question. Yep. What are some things that you say to yourself? <sighs> hmm. I don't know if it's that literal. Like, mm-hmm. it's actually like, I guess not words, more like feelings of like, okay. don't want to do it, don't want to do it, don't want to do it. But I guess, so like, first thing I do, I wake up, take the dog, I'll feed the dog, but then mm-hmm. I sit down, meditate. And then at some point, like, the process is like, time to put the shoes on right sometimes you look at the shoes and you're like "Eh." but then like you squash that window of time where you like put it off Mm -hmm. and you just you shrink the time between when you think you're not gonna do it or you don't want to do it and you do it as that time becomes smaller like it's just like i feel like that's when discipline grows gotcha you know so it's like because once you're out there it's fine like the first five minutes sucks because you're not your body's not warm you know mm-hmm. first five minutes any excess of once you're rolling like you start to feel pretty good yeah but uh i don't know like i just i try and remind myself after you've done it too you mm-hmm. remember how proud of yourself you feel and there's very few things that are more satisfying than going through a whole day and being really proud of yourself if that makes sense no you no know? i completely i completely yeah. uh, agree with that yeah. wow so you start that bright and early yeah, you might as well, right? Yeah, because if you fall, if you do it at the end of the day, I just feel like you go to sleep and you got to start the battle the next day. So why not right. enjoy the fruits of your labor the whole day? All throughout the day, yeah. And like, if you do it every day, then you don't ever have any bad days. Like you cut, you start to control your mental chem. You start to control how you get through your day. And yeah. What's more important than how you feel throughout the day? Man, wow. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome, man. Okay. <laughs> So, wow, I, honestly, the next question I was going to ask was going to be along the lines of what's the most valuable habit that you practice. You kind of just told all of that yeah. uh, in what you what you just said, what you just shared with us. How about do you have any questions for me? Um, how frequently do you think people should work out? Because I feel like I'm out, out of the ordinary on this. Now, I think it's OK for people to work out every day if they want to um, I think so too yeah and I think people like and I, I think you should recover obviously right for but sure like, for sure I just think and it, I'm not saying like kill yourself every day I'm not saying no. like deadlift and squat every day and run 10 miles but that's like, not sustainable <laughs> but why like something like if yeah you just move something just move even yep. if it's just going for a walk yep. uh it's something I definitely I try to get at least three or five days in a week yep um and then I definitely shoot to get at least 10,000 steps a day. So yeah. even if I'm not working out, I'll try to walk around. My whole thing, and it's been what drove me to start, has been the fact that I know we have the ability to use the resources that we have yep. to create the life that we want. Yeah. And fitness is a direct way to do that. Yeah. And from fitness, that then helped teach me how to do that mentally yep. and emotionally yep. and financially and any other area of my life that I would ever want to yep. change. Fitness has been the foundation. Yeah. yeah. I like fitness because it's like a direct feedback to mm-hmm. like you. It's like not pass fail, I wouldn't say, but you don't like it doesn't take you like two months to like realize whether or not you can push yourself. Like right. 
every day. Like it doesn't matter if you pushed up yesterday. Like if you don't do it today, like you've regressed and there's no <laughs> yeah. end ever. There's no mm-hmm. end. Nope. Ever. Nope. Ever. Yep. So time keeps moving Yeah. and you got to move with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how it goes. Quite literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and now one thing you did mention earlier, you mentioned part of your morning routine was meditate. Mm-hmm. So how how long have you meditated? Ten. Oh, how long? Mm-hmm. It's been three years. Okay. Uh, daily. Okay. Mat- minimum six days a week. Maybe a Sunday where mm-hmm. I just whatever lay gotcha. on the couch and watch football type. Yeah. Thing. But um, every day, and it's only ten minutes because I recognize when I tried to go beyond ten minutes, it started to feel like a chore. Mm-hmm. And that terrifies me because I know that it, how good it is for me. And right. if it starts to feel like a chore, that that scares me that I'll fall off because it's not like that enjoyable while you do it. Because it's right. literally just nothing. Right. Right. All you, like I'm literally thinking inhale, exhale for 10 minutes. Like I'm thinking, where's my breath? Inhale, exhale for 10 minutes mm-hmm. with a timer. And the benefit of it is hard to quantify too, because you can't really like, what do you get out of it? Like, you can't really quantify it, but the best way, and I can't remember who said it, but it helps you to be better with the time between what happens to you and how you react to it. So like the easiest example is like somebody everybody's uses like cut yourself, you cut off in traffic. Usually it's just like an immediate like snap, you're pissed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you just get better at that. Like you get better at having, when you're just with your own thoughts and the flow tank is incredible for this shameless plug. Um, but like when it's just you and your thoughts, you start to have a really good relationship with how you think because your subconscious controls so much of what you do. And if you start to understand that better, you're not at the will of your emotions as much. You don't react as emotionally. You're much more logical. And you respond. Yeah. And you, and you control the way you respond. Mm -hmm. Like you might, like somebody cuts you off in traffic. If you're really good on your, not just meditation practice, but you're just good in emotional spot. You might actually have to laugh. Like what is this person doing? Like, right. like there's a big difference between like freak out, like high stress individual, like freak out What the hell. Why'd you cut me off? And right. like, like, what is this guy doing? Like you might actually laugh. Like yeah. that's a, that's, that's a, huge, a world of difference. Uh, we're in energy. How you feel right. that rest again, like yeah. the rest of that day, like wherever you're going, now you're worked up. This guy cut me off in traffic. Like it's, it's, it's small things can ruin your day for sure. But if you can control how you react, you control yeah. everything. Yeah, no, that's huge. And I think, cause I personally meditate and it's been, yeah about three years now too yeah. for me yeah yeah i, I would start. say how yeah yeah i used headspace i used headspace like two years yeah i used headspace and then i went i went right from headspace like seven day trial i was like i'm not paying for this yep i went from headspace seven day trial to youtube i just found okay. it on youtube and for the next year yeah. i did nothing but youtube meditations yep. after that year i just started to sit quietly okay um i use calm it's okay free i free just the timer okay because I like to know when it's done. Because if it's open-ended, I'll think I'm done at like two minutes. Because you yeah. don't know how much time it is. Exactly. But from meditation, yep. uh, gap gap awareness. That's what I call it for myself, right? Like you same said. Thing. Yeah, it's like really? same thing. It's, a, yeah. it's the time that we have to make that choice. Yeah. The time that we have. And for me, it's like it's in that breath. Yeah. In that breath, you're able to realize like, like that. yeah, there, there's, there's a gap there that, where we can make a choice. I like that and, a lot. Yeah, so, like, what, what was the point that you were like, hey, I'm going to try this? Okay, so, uh, big Tim Ferriss fan. Okay. Um, for those that don't know Tim Ferriss, I suppose, four-hour 
franchise, mm-hmm. Four Hour Body. But I can't remember what book. It was either Tools of Titans or Tribe of Mentors, where he like surveys everybody and then he does like a basically like a I don't know meta analysis of all the people and he's like they're very successful people like the mm-hmm. most successful people you can think of hedge fund managers politicians whatever the most successful people on earth and he's like I think he said it was anywhere from like 90 maybe even as high as like 98% of the people that he interviewed had some type of meditation practice that they did and I was just like it's irrational to not at least explore Try it, it right because it, well, it costs nothing except mm-hmm. your time and it's a short period of time and if it is that that the cost benefit on it is is off the charts like if it works the way people claim that it works mm-hmm. it's the closest thing you have to a superpower and if it doesn't whatever you just spend 10 minutes right. and keep it moving <laughs> exactly know? so yeah i don't and then it, it takes a while for it to actually like it's annoying at first because you don't want to just sit there and not do anything. It's hard to sit calm. Yeah, after like a week, you start to look forward to it, I think. I, I enjoy it now. It's one of those tools that I'm grateful to have. Yeah. How did you go about educating yourself on it? Because that was something that I had to I had to do personally. It was a gap for me. It was like I've never done this before. And naturally, my mind will go to the things that I don't do often when I do them and I'm not that good at them. Yep it automatically turned to me being upset at myself or yep. me being angry because I can't do something. Yeah. Now over time that has changed, but it was, it took me actually continue to educate myself about meditation, yeah. its, its, its origins and things like that yep. before I started to truly be like, oh no, there's not a wrong way to do this. But yeah, there is, you know, that's the, I think that's probably a big thing that people yeah. misconception. They think that they're like, can be bad at it. It's not, mm-hmm. which is not possible i don't Correct. think it, by nature i don't, I don't think, think you can. so either, <laughs> either you, yeah you just do it or not um i actually not that you necessarily need to do this but i just did i paid for headspace for a long time okay probably about a year and a half mm-hmm. and uh i remember of, of all the times i paid for it because they have like different packs and it's like you focus on different things but mm-hmm. there's one thing that they said about meditation he said the mental rep is realizing that you're thoughts drifted and bringing them back so like if you're trying to fight to keep your mind clear you're actually doing yourself a disservice what you want to do is allow your thoughts to go where they want to go but then be able to bring them back to focus on your breath and Mm -hmm. focus on the current and i started to look at that that was like gold for me because that that for whatever reason that makes sense to me because your thoughts do drift and it's like I guess just because I'm like in fitness, like I think of reps mm-hmm. a lot, right? Yeah, so, definitely. Um, so like it's like a mental rep strengthening your mind when you notice, you note it, like you're like, oh, lost it, mm-hmm. bring it back. And every time you do that, you just get stronger and stronger yeah. and stronger. And it's now I don't need yeah. the reminder to do it because that's been like ingrained in my mm-hmm. head. So now I just need a timer and just let my mind go focus on my breath and if it leaves it leaves and when i notice it i bring it back and rep complete yeah and that's that that was gold i didn't really dive too much i guess into like origins of meditation overall but yeah um no i mean that's a huge point of it yeah um and actually my as you said that i thought about something that i got from headspace uh just using the free one it was describing it as same thing right you're meditating and thoughts are like bubbles Okay. Uh, there were there bubbles in what you do. You just use a feather. So for me, I looked at I looked at that <laughs> as like that. you're not mad at it, you're not angry at it. It's a feather, yeah. all right. Yep. And you just acknowledge it. You yep. pop it. Yep. And then the next one comes up. You do the same thing. You yep. just pop it. And you 
every yeah. time you pop it is going back to that breath. And so that yeah. was the one that I was like, oh yeah, okay, I, this is I like this a lot. Isn't that this weird? is cool. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it like sticks with you. Like the, it does. Like you visualize it. Yeah, it does. Like the the clear like the mind being a clear. The other one was a like clear sky, mm -hmm. and thoughts are clouds mm -hmm. that are drifting. So you just have to just let them drift. Like they're yeah. not gonna stay. Just right. Let them. They're there. Cool. There's no problem. You mm -hmm. know, still blue sky back there. Yeah. Just let it let it roll through. Yeah, man. Let it let it run its course. Get back to blue sky. Yeah. That's what life is. It's finding that balance yep. at any given point in any given moment. That's awesome. Yeah, and just being here, being present and appreciating life yeah. for what it is, regardless of what may be happening. So I just listened to uh yeah. Nick Saban's speech where he said something about like he tells his players, he said like, he said it was them to be where their feet are. Yeah. Like, wow. Just be like it he says, be where your feet are here now, today, or some 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 variation of that. I thought awesome. that was for he's dealing with like super athlete 18 year olds like how mm -hmm. are you gonna harness that person's right. mind like what's a wild more wild person than a right 19 year old alabama football player like yeah. that's crazy for sure like i thought that was really well said yeah and it's, it's interesting now as more people talk about it to see how many people have been influenced in a positive way yeah by things like meditation and just being more self-aware yeah. and being aware where they are mentally. Yep. Uh, Kobe talked about it. He said that was something that Phil Jackson stood behind. Yeah. So it was just imparted into their conditioning, into yeah. their, who they were as a team. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's dope. Like it makes sense. That's what I'm saying. It makes sense why yeah. these people are so great at what they do yep. because they're aware of, of stuff like that. They control their mind. Yeah. Like who's more mentally tough than Phil Jackson, Kobe Bryant, Michael right. Jordan, like exactly. these people. Like, those guys are killers. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, man. You got I'm anything else? I'm good, man. Same. Yeah, that was good. Right, cool. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming in. No problem. Thanks for visiting the recovery fun. room. Thank you so much for spending time at the recovery room today. We hope you were able to take something of value from what you heard that you can use to help yourself feel better faster. If you would like more information on the recovery room and what we offer, you can visit our website www.recoveryroomusa.com. You can also find us on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our handle is at recoveryroomusa. Thanks again for tuning in, and remember, how you feel matters.